all right let's get let's let's get a crack in um as oh, in just before how the recording we, bit i mean yeah how are we recording so. oh yeah how are we gonna start in terms of what kind of recap are we focusing on so we don't waffle on um well we haven't done a recap for yeah. ages so what are we focusing on nothing it is far out well how have you been okay cool how have you been i'm asking you right is that making the cut I'm, I'm asking you the question. All oh, right, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. It's actually, yes, yeah, it feels like it's been a minute. It has been a minute, several minutes since we've been back in the studio, and uh, recording. It's when you really say not- a minute, what well, do you actually mean? A minute? No. You- okay, yeah. No, it's just a phrase. It seems to know how this lingo works. Oh, okay. Because it feels like forever since we've recorded a podcast. Yeah, it's been yeah forever. But it's actually only been so, two weeks. Yeah, only only two weeks, like two weeks ago. But it shows just the consistency we've put in. So that's yeah. good. But at the same time, I'm grateful for the break, um, and it just makes me appreciate more when we're back in. You know, yeah. Not take it for granted. So, but yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Ticking over. Yeah. Ticking over. Summertime. So the groups are shut down uh, church-wise. So it means I go into recluse admin mode, <laughs> try and be better for the next season. Hibernating. Hibernating. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. That's but fair. yeah, generally all right. Yeah. I'm trying to think what's new. What's The Incredibles 2? Yeah, Mad we, film. Yeah, that was so good. That was so good. And you yeah. were so confused by the, by the Pixar short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not about that short business. We won't but talk I'll, about that because nah. it's too, too intense. It is a bit, yeah. If you haven't seen The Incredibles 2, go see it because it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And this <laughs> oh, podcast is sponsored by <laughs> yeah. Disney Pixar's Incredibles 2. It would be amazing. I would, I would be very happy if that were the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. So, yeah, no, generally all good. Good. Ticking over. So, yeah, what about you? What's, what's new? What's I'm going a, on? I'm pretty tired today. Yeah. I'm feeling it at the moment. Okay. I'm a bit stressed and okay. tired, I think. Just work, work, work mm. life, traveling, driving back and forth every day. Mm. Um, How has the M3 been, you know, traveling? It's up been and okay. Down? It's, um, the worst bit is when you, is, yeah, when you join the M3 from the M27. I think the last few weeks I've been doing it more frequently. So like six yeah. days a week, I've been coming back to Winchester, um, which is fine. I really enjoy. I like being here. I like coming back. But um, I think by the time I get home is when I realise I probably could have done with a bit more rest or sure. like a bit more time just to do nothing. Um, and just like, you know, because the weekends just seem to get away from me now. Yeah, the weekends are going so fast. And I mean, like Sundays have always been a bit of a write-off for me anyway because of church mm. I, I don't mean to write off like, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the sense of rest yeah um because i'm, up, I'm up early like mm. i'm i'm here for like four or five hours um at church on a sunday uh and then if i'm not traveling straight back to mum's uh then i'm either hanging out with people here or i'm involved in another church somewhere else or doing mm. something else related to something else um so that's just i just don't feel like i've had much rest yeah but um it definitely caught up on me today i was like falling asleep on my desk but um i'm good to be here i'm fired up i'm on sugar and tea and hmm. lemonade now yeah, so yeah it's uh it's all good and this podcast is also sponsored by <laughs> bar lemonade <laughs> i wish mm. but the excitement of going to america is sort of getting getting there now like, yeah i'm super excited about leaving because it's 30 30 days yeah yeah, yeah 30 days yeah I saw your story, story on Insta catch yeah, my boy yeah. at M underscore J underscore P underscore two underscore four <laughs> but um, yeah I saw your story and so that was uh, well, that's that was pretty thing, exciting is I should have replied to it actually yeah, now that I know my bad now you've know oh. you got the app because you've got the app now, I finally you? got the app yeah because <laughs> that's the thing I think um, like Instagram is one of those 
Instagram is the cause of a lot of my tiredness as well, though. Because uh, I'm one of those people who, before I go to bed, I have to like flick through and watch the stories. And I'm a bit of a completionist. I can't not watch all the stories. I have to see them all. Like if yeah. I start watching a story, I have to watch all the stories. Okay. I don't generally watch the stories. I just you know tap through them. Yeah. So they stop playing. Um, but I have to get that down to know. But if they're videos, no you have to wait until the video's done, or no, it goes on to the next just person. Click on to the oh, next maybe one. I'm tapping too hard. Maybe. Yeah. You, yeah, you just click on. So you can skip videos as well. Oh, okay. But cool. um yeah, I'm I'm a completionist, so I have to get I have to have that you know, there'd be no more un unwatched stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a curse. It's a curse. But uh you know, I feel like I know more about every Hmm. Also I've had a bit of a I don't know whether to admit this oh. on on the podcast, but I've had a bit of a cull on on Instagram of who I follow. Okay. So, I've I've, I've, Why? I've unfollowed a lot of people because too much rubbish. No, it's not so much rubbish. It's more or just decluttering your mind. It's more. Um, I just started thinking, and this is why I'm worried because if people now start looking to see if I'm following them, they might think I don't care. It's not that I don't care. It's just that I started realizing there are certain things I go on Instagram to look at, mm. and it's generally like photographers that I yeah. follow, um, or currently things about Nashville because I'm trying to learn about Nashville yeah. or like celebrities or singers that yeah. I really like that I want to see about new launches or mm. new like stuff so so yeah I've, I've severely reduced the number of people I follow which might look like I don't care about people's lives but generally my search results are actually people that I'm friends of on in, on Facebook that I'll, I'll go to their account and just look through their timelines as sure. long as they're not private I can still do that but. yeah um, that's actually, right. no, well, you have me. to put up with me anyway because of ETPO because yeah. if it wasn't ETPO I probably wouldn't have made the cut so whew, I'm glad I'm in the thing is with me I'm so glad we're talking about social media I will get on to why I am the way I am if you saw my if you heard my disclaimer at the end of um, our last episode of our new season on season 2 um, I'll go into why I am like I am but anyway back to you and Instagram um, what was I saying? Talking about oh, yeah, it's people been, and yeah, Twitter. Yeah, so so yeah, I've I've had a bit of a cull on those mm. things. I did it on Facebook a few years ago actually. Yeah. I sort of culled down my friends mm. on Facebook because I realised there were lots of people that I was friends with who I wasn't actually it wasn't that I didn't I didn't want them on my Facebook, but I just started thinking I don't want this to look as though I don't know, I wanted I wanted my social media accounts at one point to actually reflect the people I was friends with mm. and now I'm actually looking and if at if you've got it visible yeah and now what I'm looking at though is what do I use these things for so mm. Facebook I primarily use for keeping in contact with friends so why would I be I'm, I don't care about following celebrities and mm. stuff like that and news sites on Facebook because I, I use Facebook to keep up with my friends and family like to see pictures of my nieces or mm. to see my family in Australia or my friends who are all over the country yeah whereas I use Instagram for sort of like visual like art like I, I like looking at it to see like creative things mm. not so much keeping up with people because most people anyway that I'm friends with on Facebook share their Instagram posts onto Facebook as well yeah so I can still see their Instagram posts because yeah. I'm friends with them on Facebook and then Twitter I use for like actually more like technology. Tech, tech and news and stuff like that. Like mm. I use Twitter to to follow the the podcasters I listen to because um, they you know in in the podcast industry like Twitter's still quite prominent. Yeah. So I use that to follow those people because that's the platform they use most. Sure. So I kind of am tailoring how I use them. 
so that's my my point is I don't want anybody to think to feel offended if I'm not following them on Twitter or Instagram yeah. it's just that I might not be using that to keep in touch with my friends well that's true I mean like dude I've only done a, an Insta story for the first time at the weekend you did I know and it was mad yeah it was. <laughs> I was uh, babysitting um, some uh, friends uh, from, um, some kids of some friends in church and um, they had a Batman mask and as you all know or we may not know I'm a big Batman fan so I had to just do that I thought there we go it sold <laughs> and so I done it it made so the cut for the it made first, the cut the first made the cut story. yeah yeah absolutely so it's interesting that you say that but I need to make some Facebook apology um, no social media apologies because a friend of a mutual friend of ours who listens to the podcast so what's up Kerry or Kate now I won't say your your official uh, one of your social tag names because that's just a private joke and um <laughs> that'd be rude of me anyway but big up yourself Kerry love you and uh, and I want to say big sorry for um, not replying to your first initial message a lot sooner but I was wondering just quickly yeah like the fact that you were doing like an insta cull of people yeah is that to just time in with the fact that you had a shave and a cut you know what I'm saying did you feel like I've had a shave so I need to just cut some people off because this well, is a new chapter of my life no, about to start though, so because we're boom. talking about image today okay and but we also but we're talking about we're talking about image not just we seem to like doing this thing where we say a thing like dreams yeah and people I think think one thing which is the things they have when they go to sleep but we mixed it up and made it about that and also yeah, we talk about both, aspirations both. Yeah. and so today when we're talking about image the first reason I thought of image was because I was thinking about the fact that recently like I've shaved my beard off and I've started wearing contact lenses like, as much as I can because mm. my glasses don't fit my face without the beard it sounds yeah. really odd but like that was where my first thought about image came from and then I realised actually image for me also ties into like the way I'm portrayed on social media and the things I look at and the mm. people I follow and mm. stuff like that like the, the image that I'm putting out about me maybe like the things I post and stuff like that so actually yeah you're talking about that even though you know there's no relationship between me me shaving and, and culling people on just Instagram just checking you know because that actually happened before oh, I okay. shaved the beard off so um, before I went back to being um you know a teenage boy yeah because <laughs> everybody at my work thinks I look like 14 years old not so much now because it's started to grow back a bit now dude when you're so. hitting 30 you're just going to be thinking I'm balling yeah, yeah well yeah when I get to I'm just going to keep growing it until I get to 30 and then I'll shave and I'll be like 21 again yeah yeah how do you think I am? Yeah, yeah, exactly. 20 you can um, be on my Christmas yeah, card list exactly yeah. so um, that's kind of how my head got to talking about image sure and self image you sort of talked about self image at the start because I guess one of the important things is... Did I? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you mentioned self-image at some point. Oh, okay. Maybe it was, last, maybe it was at the end of the last one. I mean, yeah, and then um, the But we... I think it came up as well, because Neil talked about um, image and about how... He didn't really talk about how image was important in his industry, but he just talked about how image has become a, a, an important thing for men now. Yeah. That was kind of where your question came yeah, from. Yeah, it, it did, like, yeah. You know, as 21st century men, like, you know, in this time now, like, image seems to be important, whether it's, like, grooming or fashion. Like, it's become more important for men. Mm. And Neil is, is interesting, because even though he was sort of saying he doesn't actively think about it, he, he kind of 
he kind of is like, he kind of is he is and aware of it and knows he's saying from from uh, his band and flight brigade point of view kind of is to you know you know, it's important make sure. yeah, it's part yeah, of the promotion it's yeah, marketing absolutely um, and essentially what we do when we think about our own image is we're just self-marketing aren't we we're thinking yeah. about how people people view us and how they um, how they experience us through the way we look and what they yeah. think of us because I'm I am definitely the sort of person who uh, when I walk down the high street and I see people I'm probably assessing in my head I use the word assessing to not say judging yeah. <laughs> I'm assessing in my head what what like the way people look I don't not in like a a derogatory way necessarily yeah. but especially with things like tattoos and you know like clothes and stuff like that yeah. like to think like the way people dress I think it's amazing that people are so unique mm. but I also find it fascinating to see like the way people want to portray themselves yeah and whether there is an activeness in that or whether it's a very passive thing because I'm very intentional when I when I get dressed mm. <laughs> um, even like now um, just in like jeans and a t-shirt Gone but this morning yeah sort of I guess but also I was thinking well one I want to be comfortable after work because we're recording the podcast yeah yeah um, but it's like buying like ripped jeans like for years I never wanted to and then yeah I'm in that camp yeah and then recently I was like maybe I'll just try it and see and as soon as I put them on I just just felt great I don't know what it is like, yeah. like I don't know because it's I don't know it's a bit of an odd one I guess I think something like ripped jeans but in general, I don't... Because I, I think years ago, I didn't care about clothes I wore. I just you know, put on a t-shirt and jeans. It was the... Yeah, at, at any day of the week. I was yeah. at school when it was like... Yeah. Whatever you had to wear to school. Um, and then when I went to university, I became more aware that like... I wanted to... I wanted to like the things that I was wearing. Yeah. But I also wanted it to be things that other people like. Because I think some people just wear what they like. I know people who genuinely don't care about yeah. about what they're wearing or how they look to other people because as long as they're happy in what they're wearing, which is great. Um, but I'm not that person. That's fair <laughs> enough. It's okay Being to honest. be you. There you go. He's bearing his heart to the whole world, yeah. people. But at the same time, I don't, I don't think I fixate on it, though. Mm. I don't care enough. So we had an interesting conversation once about like church, about what people wear to church. Oh uh, yeah, what we did, says, yeah. Not what necessarily what it says about them, but what it says about how they sometimes how they view church or how yeah. they view what you should do and you shouldn't do at church. Yeah. Because um, we had an interesting conversation about. I was asking you questions about like, I just love how in like um, sort of like black yeah. uh, gospel and Baptist churches, it's like suits like Sunday best. Yeah. Which I just I think it's just fascinating and amazing yeah. that that people still that people do that yeah, yeah, yeah and I just wondered because I think I was asking like you know what did you know about where that comes from or like what it's about and did you ever have that experience oh yeah I, as a kid I was always it was Sunday best uh, I don't think I got the more full suit but it was you know trousers or maybe jeans shoes sometimes trainers but generally the, the, the format standard would be something smart and occasionally casual wear yeah I suppose now as I'm uh, as I've grown a bit older and, and you know I'm basing here in Assembly of God's Church um, it's more kind of gone the other way um, for me it's more about you know character within reason still I mean for me I still want to look presentable but I might just do it in a more smart casual way but I think as well I was reading the other day about um, 
in the Bible about in, in Leviticus getting my Old Testament game going. And it was just, just looking at the offerings and and how Israelites would bring offerings, you know, uh, maybe as a as a sin offering or a set peace or peace offering, uh, vice of grain offering. So anything of their resources, whether it be for a sinful reason or voluntary, they would bring an offering before God. And one of the things that's very consistent through it is that it was their best. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So if they if they brought their a goat, it was their best goat. If they bought grain, it was their best grain or resource um, to God. Yeah. And in some ways, when again, relating back to your question, there is a point. <laughs> um, that's how I think within Black Pentecostals, it's costalism or whatever i don't really like saying that term but hey people get it um the idea of wearing your sunday best is like hey i'm 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 coming to meet the lord in his house mm. you know i mean i'm not coming anyhow i'm gonna dress yeah. my best and so with that i respect it um i think sometimes for me personally without getting too judgmental it can become a bit of a pretense and a false nature sometimes i think yeah. some people do it you know to do that for their sunday best and that's the norm and the culture and some people do it because they don't want to offend anybody's in there i don't want to circumvent you within reason or offend you unnecessarily yeah in worshiping god in his house just because of what i wear yeah so part of me does that because i actually want you to meet god for yourself so maybe in partly some people would want to do that like for instance in the bible it talks about um Paul's got his little associate, um, the Apostle Paul, uh, Timothy, and training him up. And they were going to some place, uh, I don't know if it was Corinth or somewhere. And, um, you know, I'm just going to sound a bit like, ooh. But in those times, you could also define a people based on their religion or whether they've been circumcised or uncircumcised. And I think Timothy was uncircumcised. So, and was going to an area where they, they were predominantly circumcised. So he said, look, I don't want you to offend anybody because your assignment is to go there and mm. spread the, the gospel. So, you know what I mean? Go and sort yourself out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and go down there. <laughs> it's crazy, huh? But go down there because I don't want you to offend them because actually the message is yeah. more important. Your assignment to spread the good news of Jesus is far more important than that. So certain ministers, for instance, like when you look at some of the hip churches and yeah. what have you, that might be smart casual. They might go to a certain church, which is a bit more traditional and yeah. Sunday best and you'll, they'll put it on. You might think, why are they doing that? Because they don't want to offend yeah, the environment actually. that they're in. They want you look the message that god's put on my heart to share to you today yeah. what i feel is put on my heart to share to you is far more important than me so if i need to adapt to the custom within reason and it's not compromising my my uh my faith and and my core uh, faith beliefs yeah then great then i'll do it do you know what i mean yeah that's interesting um, that, and actually. so so for me sometimes if i go to certain church and certain church in my background i i would dress smarter than maybe than I would here on a Sunday because I wouldn't want to offend anyone yeah. to, to do that. Um, but for me, I think there can be a pretense. It can go the other way where some people dress to look their Sunday best and without being too judgmental, but I suppose I am, it's like, 
and we were having a conversation about this off air <laughs> about something different from a different vantage point but you can kind of be like look man dude you're not fooling anybody like mm. you're struggling with stuff yeah. and sometimes they put on this whole facade and their Sunday best and look at me look how perfect I am yeah, and yeah. Da, 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 this perception of image yeah. and portraying image and then two twos when you're in the car park or two twos are, you know, come Monday morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're back to your old ways living and we all know it. So it's just like, without trying to get too judgmental, I I like to someone find middle ground. And for me, come to church to meet God. You know what I mean? I, I, for me, I, I wouldn't necessarily come to church in a tracksuit necessarily. Um However, I, I would maybe turn up the levels a little bit, yeah. but having said that, I wouldn't turn up to like full on suit. Yeah, but because yeah. the the flip side is people who like actively rebel and wear offensive things, isn't it? Yeah, like or not offensive. Yeah, yeah, but, but they people, do that to stick it to the man, and yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna, I'm gonna be you know countercultural, which, is, which, which is, I don't I think, mind. Which I was when I first mm. became a Christian. So mm. my home church was. Uh, you know, Anglican church, um, fairly fairly high Anglican, like. Yeah had quite a um quite a traditional view um but our youth group were very like well it's there's a sign of the times that like we listen to like heavy metal and we yeah. like emo music and stuff like that sure um and so we dressed like we dressed in similarly to that like mm. we wore you know like beanie hats and you know ripped jeans and skin or skinny jeans and you know ripped t-shirt stuff like that and and like t-shirts with bands on that were nothing to do with church and we did i think we did that intentionally to try and make like a point of being like no we we're young we're rebellious like we're we're cool we're trendy whatever yeah yeah. um and it's yeah it's interesting because now i think when i when i yeah when i came to another church when i moved to winchester and had to therefore find my own church Mm. one of the things i thought about was like well do do where do I want to be? Do I want to be somewhere where people where people look and feel like they're putting on a show on a Sunday mm. in the way that they present themselves? Yeah. Or do I want to go somewhere that's really open and honest and like where people are are themselves? Um, which is what's interesting about Level Ten because I think we've got such a mix of yeah. Because um, you got those people. that will come in there Sunday because like my favorite my favorite person different with the favorite outfit on a Sunday is um is Phil yeah um Phil what's his last name. Pam and Phil. Oh, oh Phil M. Phil Mayton. Yeah, Phil Mayton. Yeah, Phil Mayton. Epic, epic outfits. Yeah. And what I love is that he's smart, but he doesn't, it's not like a, it's, it's almost just, I don't know, it's like a character trait of him, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's part of who he is. Yeah. Um, and I see him during the week, so I know he doesn't yeah. dress like that during the week, but do you know what I mean? Like sometimes he does. Yeah, sometimes he does, yeah. but not all the time. Oh, okay. Um, and that's why I find really yeah, yeah. I just I think his his outfits are great yeah um, and can I just uh, take a side note and just want to say big up to Pam and Phil forty years of marriage celebration yeah uh, yeah we salute you and uh, maybe if we talk about relationships and marriage we'll get them on the show to talk about um, yeah some wise words yeah of, well we said about so how do you survive that long we said about getting a panel potentially didn't yeah we? Just topic yeah so you never know watch this we'll space see, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is a, yeah. So that's kind of that's where my head is at with church and image, mm. and I think also, like I say, that the two the two extremes of like wanting to 
overly please and then wanting to overly rebel mm. I think those are the two extremes you get to and they say I'm quite similar I want I want to fit a middle ground mm. but at the same time part of me also wants to kind of break stereotypes a bit because yeah. I think some people also come to church dressed not maybe not even just church but in general people want to people dress up to try like you say to not offend mm. and because of an expectation yeah I think some people still have an expectation that at a church even like ours that people wear you know, that they're smart or whatever they, mm. that you dress up for Sundays mm. um, but I'm kind of of the opinion like that Sunday really is no different to any other day of my week in except in the sense that I'm coming to church and I'm worshipping with people like to worship guess, God yeah mm. yeah worship God with people sorry well, yeah 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 worshipping with there people worshipping God with people yeah yeah um, and so that's why I probably wouldn't dress any different. Also, I don't own any smart clothes really that I've worn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The graduate life's a struggle, yeah. boy. <laughs> got enough for work. Jesus, take that wheel, boy, <laughs> fast. Not boy, my saviour. Sorry. <laughs> Forgot my manners. Sorry. Hmm. But yeah, so that's kind of, I guess that's where I'm at with clothing. Yeah. What do you, what? Well, my with clothing, well, my my default clothing is like, in terms of comfortable, I like the sporty tracksuit, yeah. casual web. That's what most people know me for. It's quite funny because people, because when I might turn up the levels and just to a little bit to smart casual, it's interesting to see the comments. Oh, like you look nice today and all that. Not to say that they do that all the time, but people notice the difference because of how I usually, if yeah. I could help it, like it's, I just find it the most comfortable wear but it doesn't mean I don't like dressing smart and I've told you like my childhood yeah. and, and like going to church for example some people assume just because I dress in a week that's how so I always dress so when I turn up the levels a little bit people yeah. are like surprised like oh da -da -da -da. <laughs> and it's like yeah I can do that like you know when people see you and I think that's the thing like essence about knowing people when you know a person what they're giving you you hope is all of them but at the same time or that in that minute that's authentically that's that's them yeah but at the same time you don't know 100% of the person okay if that makes sense so what I'm trying to say is just because you see me and you know me that I like to wear trackies and a top or a hoodie or whatever that is true I do like that mm. but at the same time you don't know other part of me that does like turning up the levels yeah and you know what I mean one of the things I'm not a big huge fan of shopping but one particular thing I do like shopping for is suits really? so yeah yeah so okay. I like wearing suits for instance yeah. do you know what I mean you I may not wear it on a Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> but you know what I mean it doesn't mean I don't like wearing suits jump yeah. you know I mean? so um, yeah so I'd say that's my default okay. you know I mean the fact I started wearing chinos is a, is a bit of a because I mean I'm more just wear your usual type jeans so I can't get my head around skinny jeans and whatever some people some people when they, they do the look and they mac out it looks nice yeah uh, I see. but yeah. I wouldn't get slim fit jeans if I want to get I mean ripped jeans sorry well both slim and ripped I'm I'm super picky with jeans though yeah like, I, I do not wear anything but skinny jeans which is interesting I'm like and I don't what? like slim fit jeans I don't like regular fit jeans oh, okay I don't like baggy jeans oh okay I just I think I don't know if it's a comfort thing yeah or if it's like I just don't like the way they look yeah maybe I think it's also because of the shoes I wear oh uh, okay because I wear like I wear like you know like yeah your work like, shoes by the way those brown ones they're, that I'm loving that game that's strong yeah I forgot I to mention that the work are important that's yeah, what yeah, I always yeah. think so I gotta get some we gotta go shopping yeah yeah um, but yeah like the ripped jeans thing I, I don't get it personally 
I mean, like I said, like your way, I, I mean, like, I like your hips there. So yeah, but I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. For me, I'm going to Primark, or as I call it, Primarni. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to get a £10 pair of jeans, get the scissors out, pop, 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 job done, isn't it? That's ripped jeans. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't realize we had a, a Michael Daffer on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Big <tracks> here. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's me. You know what I mean? You know, cut that down and... and yeah, you know I mean that's my yeah. ripped jeans. So I, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not totally sold on that. But at the same time, when I was younger, I was a bit more militant on that. I'd be like, people wearing ripped jeans are just crazy. Now I'm a bit more like I've calmed down a little yeah. bit and just like actually that's you and actually some of your looks I like, but I wouldn't wear that. Yeah, that's fair enough. I mean, because Neil's Neil's version of jeans are the most ridiculous because he wears like the spray-on skinnies, which are like the skinniest of skinny jeans. Yeah. Because I mean, for somebody who's like six foot one or whatever, yeah, quite like he's quite buff, but you know, upper yeah. body. He's got some scrawny legs on him. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you that's a bit of shade there, you know, cuz. <laughs> hey. Right, he so admitted, Neil, he admitted in the last episode. Neil, basically, Matt is saying he's calling you out and say, "Look, man, your leg game." Sort it out. Yeah, he needs to hit the gym. Get, hit the gym. Get, get on them leg curls. Get on the squats. squat rack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nah, nah, we love yeah, yeah. you, we love you Neil. Um, love you, Neil. But he's saying you yeah. need to go gym with Finley. Okay, so so that's so that's clothes and so that's because in my head, what the the way that the primary way I express myself to people through how I look is the way I dress. Like yeah. if I go to work, if I'm going to you know meeting of people. Like, if it ever happens, if I ever end up ever going on a date, <laughs> you know, that would be one of the considerations, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would like, be, you know, yeah, yeah. Those are the things you think about. I'll yeah, probably yeah. cut that bit out, don't worry. No, um, <laughs> no you can say that. Um, you, know, those, you might uh, get some, uh, you, uh, might get some <laughs> you might get some interesting direct messages <laughs> from some... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll move um, on. Let's move on. So that's the kind of primary way you that you know that I would mm. um, think I'd be like oh what am I going to wear because for me that's important yeah. that's significant about how yeah, people view for me the event. and that's yeah. how people see me and how people observe me and the first thing that's it I think I don't know if it's because it's the first thing I look at people or if it's just general that like everybody does this but you know clothing is like one of the first things you're going to notice about someone it's that and their you know their how they look mm. like do they wear glasses yeah. what's the hair like do they have a beard like Hopefully, if I'm on a date with a woman, that wouldn't be the case. They'd have a beard, but you never, you never know. I'm not going to judge. Know. Yeah, um, yeah. Saw the greatest showman and all that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I suppose so. That's that's why for me, clo- like clothing is significant because I want people to have a good opinion of me, mm. or at least an, an interest in me, as in about me. Okay. Do, do you know what I mean? Because I guess because I guess it, how because I view like when I look at people and I look at what they wear you can kind of you start to think about what kind of person they might be yeah and I don't think there's ever a thing that people wear that makes me instinctively think oh you know I don't want to know more about you because of the way you dress yeah if anything it probably make me more inquisitive if somebody's wearing something really crazy or weird yeah like when you see people like in that sort of goth style where they're mm-hmm. like in huge high boots and they've got like all black leather on yeah, there's man. chains around them like yeah. you know dog collars things like that like, yeah. like I'm not against those people no, but because yeah, they but, wear those toe-tector metal boots but it makes I'm a me bit think, careful because yeah, yeah. I like, I like makes, my shins cuz yeah you don't want to get like kicked <laughs> in the face but, it. but it's that whole thing of I think if anything that makes you think more like I want to know 
why you are this way <laughs> like yeah. why do you choose to do? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean it's quite so it's that interest I think that's that's one of the significant things for me is the interest it sparks um, so maybe I don't necessarily dress to I don't know I guess I kind of dress in a way that expresses who I am yeah but in a way also that makes people want to ask to learn to get to know me better sure sure I remember it's funny that you said that and it reminded me of a conversation I had uh, with Brian and Brian is uh, for the viewers Listen. Uh, listeners I'm getting ahead of myself one day um, for the listeners is I, um, my colleague that I work with in the church and a few years ago or maybe last year or several times over the last few years we've had this conversation um, because he moved over to the UK from South Africa and he was saying one of the differences that he finds in the UK maybe except you know set places and I would put like Torquay or Cornwall way um, I'd exclude them from this um, he was saying that everything in the UK is pretty much same same like in terms of the houses you might have distinct features of house but in terms of colour it's quite the same the bricks are sort of the same type or if yeah. it's a certain housing development they tend to be the same where he would say in South Africa uh, houses can be you could be one house pink another house blue another house green mm. like painting houses and having its own distinct image so to speak is a big deal okay. um, and vibrant colours and that was just a comment on houses and I mean I exclude Torquay from there because being down there those houses are all different shapes and sizes and colours um, but he was also set commenting on UK people and saying that one of the things, maybe it's a Winchester or Hampshire thing, but you you guys always seem to wear dark clothing or, you know, not to say that it's not heavy metal yeah. or whatever, but he's just saying you just tend to wear dark clothing. I never understand that. Wear bright, be vibrant. Life is fun and exciting and da 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 da. And that particular comment, I know I've never told him this and I probably should, had a real influence on, on me because last year I went through my wardrobe and just getting rid of stuff I think stuff through the like uni years I'm like yeah. I've changed like I don't want that I just declutter I, I don't want to be heavy yeah. you know what I mean I want to be light and agile so I, I need to embrace with a bit more within reason of a, mi a minimalistic clothes lifestyle so I started chucking things out and so things that looked dark and whatever unless I really liked it mm. I, I intentionally got rid of it really? and tried to keep brighter clothes and that's a bit more vibrant yeah, lively yeah. thriving yeah. on person because I thought you know what that is true I don't mind my dark clothing but actually I want to be vibrant you know mm. that's and interesting so, yeah so big at yourself Brian that had a profound effect on me because <laughs> I did a similar thing in that I used to I used to buy clothes all the time from like cheap stores. Yeah, me too. Um, Primarily. For, for cost effectiveness while I was at university. 100%. It's got to stay in the financial lane. And then when I started working, I realised I started to buy nicer things, but less often. Sure. So whereas when I was at university, I probably bought new clothes every week because I didn't want to do washing. <laughs> Dude, like and, uh, the 100 pairs of socks yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. It's fine. Um, <laughs> eBay, some of that. Get your pennies back. <laughs> the thing is, some of them are so old. There's no point. But Fair um, enough. So you know, when I started working, I started buying from places like Jack Wills and um, basically Jack Wills is where yeah. I buy from all the time now. <laughs> but um, I started, I started being like, actually, I'm going to spend a little bit more to get a bit more quality. But also, I just, I, I think I like the the subtleness of some of the brands. Yeah. Because some things, 
I think I realised a lot of the clothing I used to buy was very like in your face. It mm. was like sort of like fat, sort of like on what I'm wearing now, like yeah. a, t- a guitar and a t-shirt, kind of like it was all very intentional to not not provoke, but to be like, this is what I like, this is what yeah. I like, like know this about me, know this about yeah. me, kind of thing. Um, whereas brands like Jack Wills, it's not really their style. Like their style is to be quite subtle. They might have like their branding, and like it might be like um, you know, like a JW. But in general, the, the the t-shirts I buy from them or the tops are just like plain. Yeah, I think I, that's what I wanted. I wanted more neutral things. And this is quite interesting. That's kind of a bit different. In, yeah, you know, like brighter, more. Yeah, sort of not in your face, but more uh, vibrant. Yeah, vibrant. And, yeah, it is interesting. And, yeah, opposites. I thought was like, but I think that's because I started thinking more like professionally when I started yeah. working. In my head, going into an office like building, I was thinking, oh well. I want to look smart. I think I said to myself, I want to look smarter more. Mm. So I don't want to just wear a t. If I'm going to wear a t-shirt, I want it to be a t-shirt that's like smart. Yeah, sort smart, of. Or, casual. And, you can blend even, into that environment. But the thing is, is a white mm. a white t-shirt from Jack Wills or a, or a navy t-shirt from Jack Wills, the coloring is no different, and and it could be no different than the t-shirt from Primark. Mm. I think because I know it's from Jack Wills, people will look at me and think, oh, he's smarter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I, yeah, it's, that totally, it's totally it's totally false. Like, yeah. it's, do you know what I mean? It's the whole thing of image what you're portraying yeah. you're portraying I am portraying to people you just need a Jack Wills lookalike without the Jack Wills logo yeah, yeah. and understand your financial but limit. the thing is well, what, I think what I'm what, what but that's just how I think what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to tell people through the brand that sure. I bought I'm a professional I yeah. that's why, or, or I earn money do you know what I mean yeah, well, yeah. I can afford to buy this yeah, yeah that's, that's, what, that's what you're trying that's what yeah you're trying it is to, yeah. which again, let's cut the rubbish which yeah, again yeah. is image to, yeah. like, that's how I'm trying to portray myself to somebody because I think that's that's the way clothing works but the other side of image is like the way we portray ourselves in our lives, isn't it? Because mm. if we're saying that the first level that somebody meets you at is is the way you look and your and your image through your clothing and your style, because we if we try and talk about beards and haircuts, we'll be here forever. Yeah. But um, if we go to the next level when people know us, they've heard they or they or they know of us, yeah, and they've seen what we look like, and they decide they want to keep and learn more about us and about our lives. Then the next way we portray our image is through the way we show ourselves and yeah. the way we live, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is where the social media aspect comes in because most of our lives are portrayed through social media in some sense. So we might use like Facebook to show like where we've been, where we've studied, where we've lived, who our friends are, like the photos yeah. we want them to see. True, but then I started off like that and was within reason majorly visible and everything, and then I started reducing that back. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah, it's just like you know, I want to be open, but there are certain things that. So, I don't what kind have of things would you have shared to start off with? So, you know, like on your Facebook, where you say school, work, full birthday, date of birth, yeah, relationship uh, status, relationship status, and family. Um, it was fully open. I mean, okay. but at that time in my life, I was, I came on when I started Facebook. I just I was in year eleven, I think. Okay. Um. So yeah, about 16, starting sixth form. Uh, and my cousin, my younger cousin got me into it. Probably my, my little sister. Big up yourself, Amber. Love you. Um, yeah, she got me on it. But, you know, people are crazy. Um, <laughs> Just stop there. Yeah, people are crazy. Let's pray and go home. Um, no, chicks. And so I realised... Uh, yeah, I just realised that actually uh, 
there are people that I don't mind as I would say are good acquaintances or even you know friends as a loose connection I have no problem you being a Facebook friend but there's certain parts of your characteristic that I'm not sure I'm fully okay with or just how you are it's a bit weird to me it might come off a bit obsessive or whatever and, and just sometimes people can be in your business a bit too much and so for me I started just to just narrow get some river banks on that but I'm not so wild on all those things and then not so long after that you know I think I took my gap year and started working at school so fast forward a couple of years and when I started working there we had a safeguarding session and we're talking uh, it made big news about how a family from the UK had gone on holiday to like Cali or Mexico or I don't know somewhere far mm. Australia and they Facebook had a billboard and the billboard was of them because their cover photo was just open. So this, and that, I remember that photo and the subsequent months after that, that big, that's when the real big debate of privacy controls came in when social media started bringing those in. Yeah, post that and then, you know, not making all your pictures public, public um, knowledge. And even though they say they're yours, actually it's Facebook. So be careful about what pictures yeah. you're doing and people start to be a bit more careful, particularly if they have kids and yeah. things like that. And so it just got me thinking. So I started restricting visibility and I even do now on, you know, even at parts of my family, not be, uh, to certain people, just because I think, I just think you're just involved in my business. You've got to have boundaries, you know, boundaries are healthy, you know, like you, like Clash is my brother. So mm. do you know what I mean? Like I have no problem. I've got full access. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but there's not everybody that is going to get full yeah, access yeah. to me. Do you know what I mean? So uh, that's when I started to think about just, okay. just hold the phone a little bit, making all your intimate details of yeah. your life. No, and I don't mind being open about certain stuff, but it's intentional with your keyword. Yeah. Yeah. don't just do it willy-nilly yeah so so but you're so you're on three like popular social media platforms yeah so I'm on what's fa- the difference between what's your what's your view of like privacy for each of those though because okay. they each because like we talked about at the beginning they, in my head they each serve a different purpose to sure agree. so for Facebook Facebook was like well when I started it was mainly for to connect with friends that was the hip thing that's what friends were on at the time yeah you know get involved on that you know uh also a couple of friends of mine were chirps and other friends in school and, and liking some of the ladies on there so <laughs> like you know so the, it was just like a big buzz on that thing that's where it was where it was all popping so that's where that's why I set up Facebook yeah but then when you go a bit deeper than that it felt great to connect with family members who I wasn't in touch with or maybe in a different country yeah uh, and then when Facebook started bringing out the video and WhatsApp and it's like whereas I'm having to call you on the phone and whatever you know I can video and this is free this is not yeah, costing yeah. me anything it's on my Wi-Fi yeah so that was amazing so to connect with people or friends that have moved away yeah so that side became quite prominent as well um, so that's my Facebook profile, and and then maybe sometimes. What was the, what was the level of privacy on that though, and what is it now? Um, it was still private, but I'm saying in terms of photos and stuff, I might have just had yeah. outside of being public. I think the, when the original Facebook privacy controls, it was like friends of friends, and okay, I think yeah. I had it yeah, on there. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, yeah, cool. And would you accept friend requests from people that you didn't necessarily know, or? Were you really hot on that? 
on only uh, having at people? first at first I was liking it because actually with Facebook and the sound and the images and the perception oh you know people are gonna look at all my friends I've yeah, got it's a numbers game isn't yeah, it? it's a numbers game yeah yeah, yeah. all the sound friend request yeah. on you know the dopamine oh yeah in my system yeah. and the chemical I'm like yeah I feel really good like add click click build up the numbers um, as I've got older I've kind of turned that down yeah. so whereas it was some people I don't know um, I quickly maybe six months to a year I changed that Okay. so quite early on yeah. and then I started deleting people I don't know yeah. now there are maybe people that I don't have a direct relationship with but there was a reason so for yeah. instance like music artists okay. so some of them the, the, the gospel scene you know like Governor B when he was starting out doing little tours in churches at yeah, 16 yeah. Like I remember him seeing when I was 16 so that's like what 10 years ago yeah. and his first album I copped it there and then you know <laughs> what I mean so and all the other little group like Triple O uh, faith child all these people like oh who I met at Big Church Day Out maybe I'll post an Insta story of that as a flashback for f- Friday or something <laughs> anyway um, they had reason so yeah. that was cool but if I didn't know you forget it yeah and it's still and the I, same now you still it's still the same now in okay. fact it's it's, it's cold and tighter now yeah that's fair enough you know what I mean um, and because I work in a church and the, the nature of my role is to work with children and families just need to be wise to be about that thing yeah. um because at the end of the day in some de- you know, in, in some respects or regards you know i consider a public figure so so that's your so your facebook is, is pretty private it's pretty so private instagram for what do you do on that like do you do you have it set up so it's private um yeah so going back just quickly oh, just sorry, on facebook yeah, yeah so even on facebook like outside of my friends and close people because I primarily do that to contact friends and family that I may not necessarily see in a long time within reason the people I do see regularly I'm like within reason that's what it's just on a popular post or something and comment on that I'm like I may comment on that but outside that I'm seeing you every day so I'm not really interested too tough in what you're doing because I see most times within me I might like I might I might in having a full-on conversation and you're not interested in them on social media you mean on on social media because because you hear about it yeah yeah so some people sometimes feel a type of way because I haven't commented on their post and whatever I don't need to I saw you two hours ago I do always think that way yeah Yeah, it's like you get quite upset because you don't ever like any of my posts sorry dude (laughs) well now you know my thinking (laughs) you know that I, I still love you it's just that's my thinking but there there could be a friend from I don't know in the US or I don't know a friend I've been out of contact for years and they message me that resonates to me more my personal yeah, Facebook yeah. profile yeah. than it would so if people that I interact with quite frequently just hit me up on messenger yeah do you know what I mean and also because I don't have like a separate work account or for a church like I said my lev- I'm a bit wary of what I say and how I say it and take my time so yeah, the, and yeah, I'll leave it at that. It's interesting. Because I've got to keep the highest level of integrity. So I, I don't say, for instance, young people I'm working with, they can't just add me on Facebook. Yeah. If they do, I do decline them because yeah. actually to make sure that for safeguarding protocol, in the same way like a teacher would, it's just inappropriate in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. You see me on a Sunday, if you need something, call the office, get an email me and I'll respond to you in office hours. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's just inappropriate. And, you know. Interesting. So, but on Instagram, let's change tact. Um, it's still set to private. So people who don't follow you or who you don't accept can't see your posts? No. Okay. Um, 
I'm maybe I'm not as comfortable with it as you are. I'm just naturally maybe cynical, pessimistic, and that's well, just we, my. We can get pers- onto that. We can we'll get, get onto that. that later on. You know, but that's why I made that disclaimer. Because interestingly, the other day, someone tagged me so that bro sci-fi into some food thing, like some really trendy food app. And I'm like, this random guy, I don't even know. But I wonder, oh, has he listened to ETPOFM? I'm going to have to find it now. Yeah. Um, because he might have listened to the, the thing where the podcast where we was talking about the present that Haley got us. Okay. It was a really neat type yeah, yeah. Uh, food device thing which is quite useful to have when you're okay. working at a desk so which made me think this guy's definitely listened to the podcast <laughs> and that's why he's tagging me 100 percent um but at the same time if without knowing that on a direct message yeah, or yeah. whatever yeah. maybe i should just loosen up and open up more no but the, i'm not no, comfortable with that no, at that fine, point yet in my social media journey okay so that's fair enough yeah, so Twitter's a, Twitter's a bit of an odd one for you, I think, because you don't really use it. I don't really use it that much, but, but my Instagram is the one where I would say I'm far more open okay. on Instagram, even to do a story like that. Yeah. I'd never post that on Facebook. So how do you think you portray yourself on those platforms? Because people can get to know you as a person yeah. by talking to you, but primarily, for I think for a lot of society now, a lot of it is through social media how people keep up with people yeah. so how do you think people view would see you looking at your profiles I need to see I'm, I'm showing Matt just quickly this post that someone tagged me in wait so how where's the tag you see it is it the top it's in the bio and you see that bro sci-fi you see it and he's tagged me into this video which is like it's almost like a food flask. Wait, so, he's tagged you in the original post? No, 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 in the comment. Who has it? What's the person's name? I can't name? remember the person's name, right, which takes that? me, because it's not my friend. Oh, oh, the Zach man. Yeah. No, that'll just be some, some, uh, he says he's a musician. I, I, he's probably just um, tagging as many people as trying to get oh, followers. Okay. Maybe, though. I don't know. He's got a couple of hundred thousand yeah, followers. Yeah, so you never though. know. Or maybe he saw my SoundCloud account because yeah, that's that anything, bro yeah. sci-fi as well. But I just assumed yeah. that he could have listened to that podcast and thought, and it, it's quite handy, a food flask. So I thought he must have listened to our tech podcast. Well, maybe. Tech, maybe. Yeah. You know. So if the Zach man, was that what it's called? I think it is, yeah. yeah. Zach man. If you're, uh, if you're listening, then uh, hit Boom. us up. Hit and us we'll, up and let us know. We'll send you some free merch. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah. So for me, Instagram has been is the though it's a private account. Some of the posts I have done, not many. That's far more open than what I have been. Because when it was Facebook, I was loud and brash about everything. My my faith, not as some as my other people that I was, but I was definitely louder and more opinionated. Yeah, yeah. But I think with social media, there's just too much drama, and so for me, it's just like partly i just stay low key and say do you think you're pretty neutral like on social media then you don't because I, I don't often see much from you no so it's de- it's it's, that, is that deliberate? it's deliberately decreased okay. on facebook that's interesting uh on instagram i think you have maybe to come out your shell a bit more and relax loosen up a little bit oh, but majorly and you know the fact it. that i've got an insta account is a because i was anti it yeah, the whole you time were. You were. but i would actually say instagram it's probably my favourite social media account out of the lot of them with the exception of Facebook's great for connecting with 
or keep in contact oh, with yeah, friends 100%. and family. Well, that's not what Instagram's about. No, it's not. But in terms of just the enjoyment of it, yeah, and it also keeps drama to a minimum because there's no fake news. There's no fake news too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's great. So I like that. That's if cool. I'm not interested, I'm being. I'm not interested. You know, I don't have to be. You're not coming up on my feed unless I want you to. And if I have, I can change yeah. it. And anyway, so that's Insta, LinkedIn. That's just for networking no, and business. We don't need to worry about LinkedIn. Yeah, I just want. I just want to know about Instagram thing. Oh, okay. Twitter. All right. Boom. So there we go. <laughs> I've, I've talked a lot. Anyway, just to, did you give the people the lowdown on the light before I came back? Oh in? no, no. Oh yeah. So that light that did we you just give had the a the load. <laughs> yeah. So that light, it was just a flickering light bulb. Don't worry. I was upset like some ghost or like, or maybe Jesus. Somebody coming. Yeah. Jesus has come back. Jesus, you He's know here. I'm, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it just came on in the middle of, for no apparent reason, but it, it yeah. Anyway. It must have actually gone off. And then gone off and off. then come back on and we didn't notice. Anyway, Now the reason sorry. I ask you about your social, the way you portray it, because the other day we were talking. Oh yeah. I didn't answer that question. Sorry. Go back to that. No, that's fine. Um, and then I'll but shut how, up yeah, so I've talked a lot people, yeah so how do you how would you describe the way you portray yourself on social media to do, be honest do you think people know you're being private or do you think people just think there's not much going on I think people think both okay I think I've had feedback let's talk pre-podcast that you're pretty low key and I've and I've got low key you know sometimes working in the church and doing community work and whatever you know, particularly via Facebook, there's a lot of drama that goes around very quickly. And from a personal point of view, it started to just clutter up my life. And it's like, I'm at church all the day, all day. It gets to a point where I want to bring boundaries because I don't want people's drama cluttering up my life when I'm at home. You know, I'm here to help people with stuff going on. Sure, that's my role. Having said that, you know what I mean? It's not my job to live life for people and it's not my job to necessarily fix everything. It's my job to maybe help people help themselves, I would say, uh, and grow in their faith and, and all those kind of things. But so I think years of being in the job has made me more wary of social media and I just started just to just become a bit more low-key um, as a result of that so even now uh, one of the things because of just people just post rubbish on my page some of it's funny but then other people jump on that and post something that is not funny Yeah. and so like so why haven't you commented because it weren't funny mate um, actually it really annoyed me and disturbed my peace so you know so <laughs> I'm sensing some bitterness about something yeah <laughs> so you know what I mean I'll just lock it down no, so the only enough. one and you know I, I control and approve yeah. particularly on Facebook um, so yeah but I've had some few like dude you're quiet on Facebook oh we yeah. know you don't even talk on there no I see what's going on on the feed keep them on I keep, keep within reason keep but there, there are sometimes with people like I don't mind you being my Facebook friend but I haven't followed you because you just post rubbish yeah I don't, no, I'm I, don't, the same, I, don't I don't have time all the comments people yeah yeah you think what I'm gonna just take two hours of my life just to be watched keeping up with your drama or yeah. whatever I don't have time for that I'm like dude if you want to talk about stuff and issues or whatever's going on let's have a conversation yeah. and talk about that face to face or over the phone or whatever or message privately or whatever it is but I don't want to see that on on some public feed yeah. so I can't be dealing with that so I've had the, my fair share of that and it just for me I just you know button yeah. down the hat batten down the hatches do you know what I mean it's interesting but Instagram 
I think, yeah, I heard some comments, oh, you're on Instagram. Like, who would have thought? And I was like, yeah, I know. Because they knew I was quite opinionated on it and I'm, I was anti it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've only done nine posts. That's nine posts more than I thought I was going to yeah. do. And one Insta story. Exactly. So I'm still Getting a there. novice. You're not quite at the level of posting I'm, 40 stories a day. Trust me. Yeah, I'm not about that life. That's just too I'll get there eventually. So, um, but yeah. That's no, kind that's of cool. where I'm at. So, arguably, in answer to your question, I'm not that bothered to a degree. Maybe I could change, depending on, you know, how this takes off and other things. You never know that I might want to increase my social media presence. But in the now, okay. um, I'm, just, I'm just enjoying the ride. Yeah. My last question for this bit then, do you think that the, the way that people view you on social media is important? Or the way that people, the way that people see your image or the image that you portray, is that important? Uh, it is to a degree like because I'm, irrelevant of whether you think you're private or not on Facebook yeah people so have an people, opinion or no you're presenting yourself in yeah a way absolutely uh, sorry I would want to present myself that is in line with my value system um, and if it's not shaming up or bringing down my value system or the sense of integrity that I want to have in for myself and I believe I have or whatever you know then I'm pretty pretty chilled. Um, obviously, I'm not going out there to deliberately offend people or cause unnecessary drama. Yeah. Life will give you that for free. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not... That's just how I see it, really. Generally, I'm, I'm quite open in that sense. I know some people are image, I'm building this because my goal is this and the vantage point. I haven't really got into it that deep. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm Yeah, because I think that's where we're complete opposites. Well, we are complete opposites. Because, so no, but it's interesting because, so Facebook. Yeah, tell me to me about well, you on social my media. Facebook what about was, your Facebook account? I was very much a numbers game guy when I first yeah. got it. It was all about getting as many friends yeah. as quickly as I could by any means necessary. Yeah. Um, I, I, the only thing I would say I never did was accept people I didn't know. Like the weird, like, you know, yeah. the obviously fake accounts, things like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. I was very, I was very, always very aware um, I've always been I've always been very aware I think it's just a, a luxury of where I was raised mm. that I've always been very aware of the dangers of the internet yeah um, so I'm fair I'm, I'm I would say I'm really really sensible when it comes mm. to that kind of stuff mm. um, but I was very open like self with like I, I put on you know all the details I sure. could I put on all the stuff and it was yeah. a lot of that was because it seemed to be a way of like connecting with more people like if you put your city on or your or your school like it can it showed you have people who are at those places and so you could then be like oh add them add them add yeah. them because I, I know them or i know them yeah. through this person yeah or, that's my uncle's brother's sister's wife's husband's daughter's cat or whatever that's a lot of degrees of separation <laughs> right there cuz <laughs> you know what i mean like so <laughs> that was it was great back then and then when i came to university it was still like that so i was still very but i but obviously I changed stuff around. I realised a lot of the stuff on there was, was quite from, from quite a long time ago. Sure. So I sort of revamped it, gave myself a new image like yeah. through Facebook, like sure. the, the pages that I liked and the interests that I put on there and the, you know, the things I said about myself, what I was studying. So I wanted people to see that I was at university, that I was more mature. That yeah. I wanted, you know, that's, that's the way I was portraying myself. Um, and then when I finished university and, was looking to join the police mm. and actually when I started my job that I'm in now um, I decided actually I wanted a private account I wanted to change it because because of the potential risk to sure. to my family to my friends like through association with me um, so I changed a lot of stuff um, I kept my name 
as my actual real name. I know a lot of people who are teachers and stuff, mm. and and actually a lot of police officers and other police staff um, do change their their names so that people yeah. can't find them by their surname or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I I left all mine as is. In fact, it's my full name. It's Matthew yeah. James Palmer. Like I, I give yeah. all the information away. Yeah, yeah. But I you know made well, everything kind of in your uh, bio. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever. But I made everything as private as I could. So my date, my you know my birthday was gone. My, yeah. Where I'm from, when, um, where I am now, what I studied, basically everything like no employment information mm. I, and no pages and no shared. And all my posts were friends only so it yeah. went from being friends of friends or public or whichever one it is um and i i'd already changed all my automatic tagging stuff so people couldn't tag yeah. me in posts without my approval yeah i did that when i went to university so that all the you know the photos of nights out from first year couldn't just be put up i had to approve them first <laughs> yeah absolutely um, yeah, yeah, yeah so i was very hot on that and then recently when and for I, a job perspective that's quite important yeah as you know going for interviews it's interesting though, because yeah because you do learn a lot about how much they they Facebook vet you with jobs, um, but also with, with with the police. Obviously, they gave us advice when we were accepted for a position as to what our profile should be. Okay, it wasn't that you had to do this; it was more recommended for your own safety, yeah. um, which is really interesting to look through. And it's really interesting to see how out of date their information on social media accounts becomes. Yeah, because the way that social media changes so frequently, Trust the me. advice they give you on like settings actually becomes quite invalid very yeah, quickly yeah so just be you'll be really hot on the amount of changes that privacy is making but i think from the looks of it facebook's getting a lot better with with privacy privacy what yeah. word do you want to use um which is great i think it's really important um but at the same time those limitations are probably not actually going to be as effective as they claim yeah um but then when i looked at going to do sosl when i was accepted I was mm. added to a, a group chat, uh, sorry, a, a Facebook page for all of us in first in the yeah. first year of the school, and I suddenly realised that one of the great things about Facebook is you can go to people's pages and Facebook stalk people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which True which that. sounds creepy to a level, but at the same time, it's also interesting for someone like me going to a school with people I've never met um, to be able to go to their Facebook and sort of get to know people yeah. before I meet them, like and see how they portray themselves. Yeah. Like, I wanted to get an idea of who these people were and what they were like. Um, and I suddenly realised, with my account being as private as it is, even though we're in the same Facebook group, they could go onto my page and see nothing. Um, so actually, I wanted to change that. So I actually then changed and added more stuff, mm. made my reduce the privacy of my settings. Um, so allow pe- and I added more information about me just so that people had a bit more information to go on. Yeah. Um, just, you know, on the off chance that anybody did look onto my, my profile just to see what I was like. And then when you meet them it just makes it a little bit easier yeah yeah but also um for me you know you talked about instagram like my instagram is is entirely unprivate yeah it's um you know public. there's yeah it's completely public a completely public profile um it started off like that um one because i I have I've had Instagram since before there were private accounts on Instagram, oh, okay. so it wasn't an option when I first signed up. I don't it was. think. Oh, okay. Um, so I I you know, naturally started without a private account, and then when I saw more people posting privately, I suddenly realised like the whole reason I post to Instagram is to get likes and yeah. people to see what I'm sharing because I I don't I don't just post like daily updates 
on my Instagram. It's not like I'm just, it's not like Facebook in the sense of I want to inform people of what I'm doing mm. or make people aware. I'm having a cup of tea, I'm sitting on the me. toilet, yeah. I'm driving, I'm climbing the tree. Exactly. Or like, because it's, Catching you know, the face, bus. Cause Facebook, cares? Facebook mm. has so many options of activities now mm. that you can literally tell anybody your entire day mm. just through the act like the activities feature mm. whereas instagram for me is about because i do photography because i'm into music because i'm into creative stuff it's a way to share those mm. things either that i'm creating or that other people i know who are creating or people i don't know are creating mm. so i very much use instagram in that sense and for me it wouldn't work having a private account because I want to be able to tag random people or use random hashtags and for anybody in the world to be able to find my post because I want to impart something to them through yeah. that. Whether it's how mundane my life is or whether it's how amazing a photograph I took is. Sure. That there's, that's, so there's no reason for me to have a private account. But the interesting thing I think I said to you the other day was in my head and what kind of sparked me on the thought of how do I portray myself through social media, through how I dress, through everything about me, through my image, um, was I was saying to you that for me, being having a public um, Instagram account or, or any, any social media really, um, in my head gives me or p uh, applies a level of accountability to my actions and to what I'm mm. doing and to what I'm yeah. spending my time doing because recently i've been very i've been trying to play the instagram game of like actually being active actually posting posting both stories and posts um which you know of a of a level of quality yeah that's not just like here's a, the cup of tea i've just made it's the mm. fifth one i've had today but you know what i mean like yeah actually things that are so photographs i'm taking that mean something to me on my on my um my feed and then in my stories actually actually a running thing through but but generally it's like i share a lot of like spotify songs i'm listening to yeah or um just things that have happened throughout the day or like the other day i asked for questions for suggestions on on like chilled like music that i was looking for um and it's by doing that i just feel i feel like because i'm making myself public it kind of it means that I have to have an expectation that I'm I'm not going to do things that are wasteful, yeah, or do things I shouldn't be. I know yeah, I shouldn't be doing. Because so, you're in a public image, yeah. Because and as much as it's like, it's silly because I only have like 450 followers or whatever on Instagram. Mm. Like there's still 450 people who are potentially going to see those stories, sure, and see what I'm up to, and therefore I'm Con under their judgment, like yeah. as to as to, correct, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's not always the best thing, like. I think I said to you like I wouldn't. It's not something I'd advise to everybody. Yeah, but it I know works that, for you. But I, yeah, I know that I'm doing it. I, I'm trying to be in, intentional. Like yeah. my favorite word. Um, and so in my head, like as if if I'm doing that thing, and if I'm if I'm posting, if I'm sharing what's going on in my day, it makes me have to break that um, the common feature of these of social media which is that it forces people to fake everything so mm. we were, i was sharing with you before about an article that i came across today oh yeah um, yeah which was about how uh this woman i think who she's writing for let me just let me just pull up the she was writing for uh oh esquire 
you know, the Squire, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. website. And the, the article was called How Two Years of Instagram Stories Has Messed Up Our Holidays, Friendships, and Love Lives. And it's just really interesting how she talks about, about the way in which um, this whole thing of Instagram stories... Um, which has just taken off like it's just it's it's definitely the most used feature I'd say of Instagram now for for most people um it, it's a way of of faking every situation because because yeah. that boring part of the evening when you're hanging out with your friends where you're all thinking about going home suddenly becomes the most exciting part of the night because oh someone's whipped out their, their phone they're recording an Instagram story so you want to make it look as though oh you're having a great time it's amazing so you're, you're yeah. faking that moment and trying to recreate a previous moment when you actually were all having a good time. And it's just that whole thing of, like, people view that, you know, people, I do that. Like, I know I do that when, when other people were in, around. But because I realised that, it made me want to be like, well, actually, I'm going to capture all these moments, irrelevant whether they're good or bad. Yeah. And actually try and be open and honest. And there's a few people that I follow on Instagram who I think are, are really similar. And I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before but I recently started following um, this artist called Lauren Daigle mm. I think I've talked to you about yeah, that yeah before. we spoke about it Monday yeah, my new um, celebrity crush yeah yeah <laughs> easy and, steady uh, <laughs> and, uh, the room's got hot you know yeah um, it's but it's hot, really yeah. But it's because she because she is is an honest Instagram poster because she occasionally will just post up a thing that's like this is me right now looking ridiculous this is life like yeah. you need to accept that like yeah. amongst all the greatness of like she just released like you know just releasing a new album like got a new single out she was on the she was on the soundtrack for the new Blade Runner film 2014 2049 really? yeah she she wrote an original an original song for that whoa big up yourself Lauren yeah and Daigle. so Daigle? yeah I'm yeah. pretty sure big I yourself and so she follow you know, us she at does at all that ETPOFM yeah um so she she um you know posts up all these amazing things and then will occasionally be like oh yeah and this is actually real life like this is how you know how bad I look right now because I'm tired and all this stuff or you know what I mean like even though there's a level of fakeness in those kinds of posts cause it's yeah. like, but but there's a real integrity in it as well with when when there's like an honesty sure there's that, the, you know because the, the tags that go with these things like tell the majority of the story mm. like a photo is one part of it but the story you tell with it is, yeah. is sort of what what frames it yeah yeah and that's what I just find really interesting it's similar with people like Chris Pratt like I love following Chris Pratt on Instagram because he's hilarious like you just see how how when he's bored like how crazy he goes and how yeah. he just has these weird and his imagination his cre- creativity like you could counter that and be like no it's all publicity stunt he's trying to show you he wants you to think that he's this nice fun guy so that you go and watch his film but I'm like no like this genuinely is this must is be, him this is him this is who he is like, yeah and I just think there's that's where that kind of that balance yeah but also where that falsehoods come from that like that these things are evil there's this there's this there's this growing groan about about social media about it being evil and it being but it's like anything like those things aren't evil it's the way that they use which are bingo which are wrong oh mic drop yeah <laughs> I was and wondering where you was going. going, going. Now we're going yeah, we're all going home. <laughs> I was wondering where you was going, and then you, you, yeah, that statement beautifully put just qualified it. Loved it. Yeah, it's how it's used, and that's the issue. And it's almost how how you use it tells, and the outcomes from it tells me more about who you are, 
and maybe what's going on in your life, yeah. which you've already alluded to. So you've talked about the posts directly, but then I'm going to talk about, okay, like health outcomes. So let's say, for instance, I'm talking to a young person. I can't sleep. Okay, just tell me what you're doing. Um, why can't you sleep? Tell me your bedtime routine. Oh, okay, so let's say I get back from, oh, such and such night is sports night and I've done training come back I've eaten food do my homework blah 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 it's late so let's say it's nine ten o'clock go in bed okay cool and then what are you doing when you go to bed do you go to sleep straight away no I don't necessarily sleep straight away um and often I, I find it hard to sleep so what are you doing oh so I'll get my phone out and and I'll be on some form of social media Instagram Facebook Snapchat Snapchat's probably it's more popular with the younger ones yeah not with us uh, yeah I'm not into that um, but you never say never because I mean I no, never thought no, I'd be on Instagram never, no, say never to Snapchat yeah but Snapchat. yeah I'm, I'm not really about that life anyway so yeah we're on Instagram or on some form of social platform for two hours oh great and then, and then, do you sleep after or no? And then I, I, I'm <laughs> my wide, eyes hurt. <laughs> uh, yeah, my eyes hurt. I'm wide awake, and now I can't sleep till three. And I've got an exam in the morning, and I'm like, "Well, duh! You've just now trying to wind down and go to bed, and your sleep routine is then to I can't sleep. And we've all done it. I do it yeah, occasionally, yeah, yeah. And I'm, but I'm trying to be consciously monitor that. Yeah. Um, you're you're now you've looked at the light on the screen. That's flicked a bit of chemical called dopamine in your head. You're wide awake now. I've got you, a fantastic follow-up for this. You know, you, you're, you know, you're wide awake, can't sleep. Now, someone might just say, oh, just put on low light. <laughs> but, you know, but, that, but that's the reality. And, um, yeah, you can't sleep. You're awake. I'm saying, well, why no, not read? Yeah. Or, Ryan, you know, maybe listen to a soft tune. Or if you're on social media and that is your routine every night I know sometimes we all we still do it I know I do yeah. but you know maybe just limit it so maybe five days of the week that I'm on it well why not do three days of the night that I might but then just be off you know read yeah. you know, read my bio say a prayer read a book listen to music yeah. and then fall asleep there's a up. massive like health, health yeah impact. so much health it- challenges so then for me that tells you're talking about the, the perception of what you're doing on it I'm yeah. looking at the outcome of what, what effect it's having yeah do you know what I'm saying it's beyond it's, and it's also it's beyond to that it's, it's and that's men- not just kids that's mental, adults it's mental health as well it's mental it? health yeah because it's the anxiety that comes with seeing other people's lives right which is where yes. that limiting is really important yes but the interesting thing I wanted to say was that so this is going into a slightly different area now go on go for it Apple with their newest um, iOS update that will mm. be coming out soon it's in beta at the moment um, have you got it on your laptop no, no I don't um, no on phones oh, so, okay. this is, so this is really good for social media stuff um, for any parents that listen and you should keep an eye out for this if your kids have like iPhones yeah um, and if you also have an iPhone mm. um, because I don't because I'm team Android yeah but you also don't have children so you're okay um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but, um, I'm not, not there's this new feature that coming out where um where you can you can set how much time your child can spend on certain apps mm. and you can set it for the week so if you have a family account uh the parent account can set like 
what times of the day and for how long and it just, and it just locks them out as soon as I, as soon as that time is up that's great but um, it's almost like your movie that you watched the other day coming to pass you remember that movie with the daughter and cameras and all that yeah slightly I know it's different but it's yeah, a bit more bit but it's interesting because the people I've heard review this uh, mm. so the podcast I listen to have reviewed yeah. this and one of the guys was saying about how he's really annoyed that it's a parent and child account because he'd like it for his own one in that he wants to be able to set it for himself to say but he needs to have a parent so he's like set it up on his wife's account as the parent he's the child yeah so it's just really interesting like that you can that obviously technology providers are recognizing they have to step up to their yeah to their responsibility of ensuring that these things don't become a health issue yeah by limiting people's ability to these absolutely and they can do you can do similar things to what you just said about how many de- how many days of the week or like can oh. they do it during the week or can they do it a weekend so so that is Don't a movement. Worry. That is a social responsibility that, yeah, some, that's that some companies are taking. So Any university students listening to this, there you go. You've just got an assignment ready for a CSR assignment or psychology or teaching. So don't say we don't help. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's where, that's kind of where my head's at. So the way I would say I portray myself is that I want, I want people to, to actually think they're seeing me. Yeah. Because... I don't get a lot of time to spend with people now, mm. but I like people to feel like they're up to date. And so a part of me, a part of me also has a, a bigger aspiration for more people to see my stuff because of the fact that I produce, you know, photos or yeah. I might be like doing stuff like music and things like that. Yeah, so yeah, I actually want people to, to find me and to be able to come like to find my accounts. It's not so much as Facebook. I don't really use Facebook that much. I, mm. I don't have the app. I just occasionally log into it to share stuff. Sure. Um, mainly to try and get money for this trip. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's, how can that's, people sponsor you? Yeah, well, they can, they can go to my Facebook page. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And probably see the public posters on there. <laughs> so is it on a find me page? Go no, it's actually or? directly through the school. Oh, okay. So if you can't find the page, you can search my name on a, on uh, the School of Supernatural Life's uh, Facebook and oh, no not the Facebook page for their website but I'll you know we'll put the details in the You're links not going to miss an opportunity to plug no exactly yeah but um, so that's kind of where where my head was at with that's interesting is there anything you want to add before we finish because I'm aware of time oh yeah no it's really no it's really interesting that social responsibility I suppose for me is like I know there are kids and people now that are growing up and all they have known is social media. It's a bit like in our era, and all we know is was known as TV. Yeah. But our parents and grandparents knew life without it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. what my thing is, I think these things are useful, and it's a useful aid tool for whatever your goal of using it is. However, I think in terms of self-image and identity, and you alluded to it. You want to portray yourself for whatever reason that you do, but I'd be, past my opinion, I'd be wary of wrapping up your whole identity in it, you know, for, you know, I am defined by how many likes I get, yeah, by 200 people that are commenting or whatever, because I've been caught up in that. Mm. I've been caught up in that. I remember um, having a picture where university i did some photos and i ended up being on a billboard oh yeah and yeah and i didn't even know and you know ali tuft reverend tough minister tough bishop tough um he he come rocked up and goes is this you uh and i went you what and he went have a look at this is this you and it it was me i was like all right i'm on a billboard and everyone started blowing me up and on a billboard and 
yeah, it was nice. You know, little my moment came to fame, yeah. but it can be can very quickly turn the opposite way. Because the paparazzi were at your door, uh, so you couldn't even leave the house. Yeah, well, yeah, no, <laughs> not really. But, you know, every 10 minutes you're checking Facebook. Who's liked it now? Who's yeah. this? So it's, know, it's more because it's about your obsession with it. Might, yeah, like, you might, I'm come obsessed with it. And instantly, even with that as an example of posts, or even volunteering at the Olympics and people want to know, Paralympics people want to know, it's very easy. Be like, oh, who's commenting now? Did it and do it. And yeah. I get whole wrapped up my identity it's not solely that it's just an experience or part of my life that I'm going to I happen to be involved in this yeah but you know it could be you know my whole validation is now wrapped up in this and it's something uh, Nick Brewer says in one of his songs you know and I think Governor was Governor B had, had told him this and he he, he he spit about it in one of his songs I can't remember what it is but he said uh, you know if you live for their validation then you're going to die by their rejection and I'm like there's that is such a true statement for social media that there's kids, uh, vulnerable people, adults are getting so anxiety and caught up in social media so much that they are dying by the rejection, mm. literally in their hearts and their minds or whatever, by the rejection someone's showing you on social media. Yeah. You know, who cares? You know what I mean? You can choose to accept it or reject it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Create some healthy boundaries. And if their if if their comment and there's a wonderful acronym that again Ali uh, showed me about and then I saw it again from UCB, um, which is a, a Christian um a broadcasting station. Um but they post some interesting articles and stuff on the media platforms. And the acronym is Think, you know, is is somebody's comment, post or something on Facebook or what are you about to say on Facebook? Is it true, honest, inspiring, noteworthy and kind? You know, and that's a good filter to feel, mm. you know, to filter what what am I doing? If it don't fit those things, I might just say, just, just simmer down and yeah. just take an extra second. Now, on the flip side, you could say, uh, which is what you said, but I'm being honest about where I am. I'm not having a good day. Mm. Okay. If you want to post that and that's you, post it. But just be wary of how you post you in that bad day. So you can say, I'm having a really bad day. Someone's really ticked me off and da, da, da. But, you know, yeah, you're going to get loads of comments and likes maybe and whatever. Because if you chuck in a few F-bombs or whatever, (laughs) make it real. Because actually bad news, bad news and sex sells. Let's just be honest on any platform. So, um but actually, is that healthy for you? Is that what you really need? Yeah. And the answer is probably no. You're just venting. So my thing is just, you know, think. Is it yeah. true, honest, well, inspiring, uh, noteworthy and kind? If not, shut your mouth or take your time. You know, <laughs> reword tape it. Up, yeah, reword it. Tape up your hands or sit on your hand for 10 minutes and just simmer down before you post that post or reply to that comment or that message. Yeah. Because that's actually the way you're then portraying yourself to people, isn't it? Yeah. The whole point. So that's what we're... Yeah. So the whole thing of... So that's my advice. How we're portraying ourselves mm. is important, but it's not the be-all and end-all. Absolutely. We want to make sure we build relationships with people who are actually involved in our lives. Yeah. As well as having a positive influence on social media. 100%. Amazing. Amazing. So we're going to get our next guests on next week, who we haven't confirmed yet. No. But we've got a couple in the pipeline. Yeah, so, so watch this space. We'll... Uh, we'll, we'll let me start again we will don't edit that part (laughs) we will see you all or you will hear from us all next week 
Bom. So you can hit up my man Silas Brown at bro underscore sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. You can find me at m underscore j underscore p underscore two underscore four. Yeah, yeah. Or you can find ETPO at ETPO. Yeah, yeah. FM. Yeah, I think it's at ETPO FM. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you can go to our website. You can leave feedback on there. Um, and as Silas said, in every episode so far, you can um, email us at etpofm at gmail.com send in your feedback responses or you can message us individually and you can send in any feedback comments or questions you might have but just remember if you're messaging me on the platforms make it clear as etpofm or direct message me <laughs> so that i don't just unfo- delete, you. delete you because i don't know you cool yeah good to see you all blessings speak to you soon keep stay safe bye bye